Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Mike Florio, just with an interesting concept that he dropped on us here. We're going to get into that in a second. Andy, I, I do want to say thank goodness that Peyton Hillis is doing better. That's a, yeah, give an update. That was a tough situation. Apparently, he's out of intensive care, right? And yeah. had gotten himself in trouble saving his children. And how do you go wrong there? You don't, even if it doesn't work out for you. But thank goodness that he's doing better. Yeah, it's been an interesting week. Uh, You you just, sometimes you just realize how lucky you are, you know? You think about stuff like that. And And Charles White passing away. Yeah, that was Brown's running back who, who had some real issues when he was here with the Browns and it never really worked. He was... He was with the Browns for five seasons, played in four. He missed one with an injury and really never did much of anything here. And I don't think he even had 400 yards rushing in a season. Then went to the Rams for four more years and didn't have more than 400 yards in a season until he did. He had a 1,300-yard rushing season, um, was outstanding one year with the Rams. And a guy who, by all accounts, you know, really hurt himself, Andy, through some of his stuff that he did off the field. He had some addiction issues, and uh, really sad that he passed away. Yeah, I'll never forget him coming into, was it 85 or 86? He came into Cleveland Heights High School and spoke to the entire nice. student body as he was, you know, just trying to, you know, warn young athletes. Because I think it was like every athlete in the school, we were all, there was a room called the Tigers Den. It was a really cool room. Um, and he came in and spoke to all of us and like, I, you know, I'll never forget that. I'll never forget him walking into, into our high school to talk to everybody. And it was, you know, it was just massive and just like, wow, (laughs) Brown's running back is here to talk about some stuff that probably we need to listen to. And, you know, we, we talked a little bit more about, you know, his demons along the way there too. So (sighs) sad news there. Yeah. Let me change gears here for one second. You've heard a ton about the great offers available to sports fans who want to gamble in Ohio. Uh, we've got the answer. Visit betql.com slash 923thefan to find offers available only in Ohio. That's betql.com slash 923thefan. BetQL will not only give you advice on the best bets, BetQL will help your money go further by finding the best sign-up offers available. That's betql.com slash 923thefan. Mike Florio from Pro Football Talk was just with us. He dropped a little nugget that I hadn't really thought of, and and here's what he had to say. He's right about that. There's no geographic sense there. But you put it in a facility where you know you're going to have good conditions, 
are going to be no issues weather-wise, and you're going to go play a football game, perhaps, you know, if, if the Bills and Bengals get there, or Bills and Chiefs, excuse me. Yep. If they get there, what do you think? I I hadn't thought of that. You know, I, I'm so – the idea of, you know, the conference championship game is the team that has home field advantage. What if you took that away? Yeah, I thought it was interesting that Florio said um, uh, Florio said that Cleveland would have been a place where he would have liked where they would have liked to have played this game, especially Buffalo. After reading that, that makes sense, doesn't it? I mean, you're talking about outside teams that now go inside to Atlanta if this possibility comes out. Um, you know, from what I had heard, the NFL had reached out to pretty much anybody that was possible, including us to see about availability and things. And then, you know, Indianapolis, I probably think, would have been the first thought, but there is a gigantic volleyball tournament going in. And that's what the, the 29th, January 29th, will be the AFC Championship game. I think that's right, just off the top of my head. Um, but, you know, they couldn't do it. Detroit couldn't do it because they're, <laughs> excuse me, changing out turf. But I do think that Cleveland or Pittsburgh would have been a uh, a fair site for them to do this. And I think it would have been – I don't know – about the timing, of, especially because they're putting an ice rink in right down at the at First Energy. So that's one of the things that you'd have to kind of – I don't know how long it takes to put a rink in. I've seen them do it pretty quick, though. Um, you yeah. don't know how long it takes to put in a rink? Well, it just depends. You're Sorry. Mr. Hockey. I mean, I, I think of hockey, I think of Baskin. Yeah, I think of spots that normally have – like I watched when um, – was it the NHL was in Lake Tahoe? I saw a couple time-lapse things there. That was pretty cool. It was neat to see them at Fenway, but that takes a little bit of time, you know, to put a rink in and an outdoor venue like that. I'm sure they probably do it in a week. I don't think it's probably, you know, if they can put rock shows together in 24 hours, I'm sure they could probably put a nice rink in pretty quick. But I still think that, I mean, if you were here and you were working for the stadium, that you need a little bit of time to put that up, especially to make sure that you have good ice because you're going to have an, an AHL team playing there. And major Division One teams playing there too, but um, so that might have been a little bit of a hindrance. But I'm sure that I mean I'm sure that the folks and I watch them every every game day that do a phenomenal job of making sure that our stadium is ready to go on game day. I'm I you know would have been kind of cool to see the AFC championship. Would you have gone to watch that? Would you you wouldn't have watched that game if it was here? The, I'd go. Oh, the Ch- AFC championship. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> sorry, it would have depended on. I, uh, unlikely. It would have depended on the weather. You know my thoughts on, on games in this weather, in this climate. Yeah, I know. I, I just, I, I don't think football is a game that is best played in January and February in the northern part ah, of our country. That's the beauty of the game. No, I don't, I don't think so. The beauty of I the do. game to me is seeing yeah. great athletes perform at the peak of their athletic ability. Because in the, adverse conditions. Because I the totally conditions are conducive to good play. In adverse conditions, we see the greatest of the great rise to the to the top. The cream rises. Nothing like watching a guy like Jerry Rice, like you know, take half steps because the field's all icy. Yeah, I would to see Buffalo and Kansas City. I would have gone. I would. I paid to. I, I mean, I don't know how much ticket would cost, but it was reasonable. I'd you know, people. You got into it. Yeah, I'd have to make a couple phone calls. <laughs> uh, but I definitely. What, do you, gone. what do you think? Folks? I think it'd be great. To take my kid to go see. That all game. of a sudden, I think I kind of get it. Our kid. You know, like the national semifinals are at neutral sites. Yeah, I, I, and that's and that's a so big, right. That's a big deal, man. And he called it Super Bowl light. 
He's I right. Think he's got a great idea. What it's, is it? Everything minus the confetti to get to the Super I Bowl? I don't know. But it's – and I don't think he sounded like he was in favor of it. But, man, think about it from an NFL perspective. It's the traveling road show to go make more cash. The NFL is perfecting that, and that might be the next step. Kevin and Cuyahoga Falls, what do you think, buddy? Hey, fellas, how are we doing today? Good, well, how are you? Great. Listen, as I teach my students, uh, profit is a wonderful thing, and the more you have it, the better it is, because the only thing better than money is more money. And Roger Goodell has proven himself. His business acumen is off the charts. No matter whether you like him or not, doesn't matter. He has made these owners billions of dollars with the, the moves he's made to the NFL. I could completely see Goodell making an AFC-NFC event out of this, he gets to renegotiate new new TV contracts. That means more money, you know, up for the ticket prices, more money. All of it points to definitely more money, without a doubt, to the NFL. So I I could totally see him do it. And, I, again, whether you like it or not, the man is a business genius, and he's done extremely well for the NFL, putting a lot of money in their pockets. Would you like the idea? I actually kind of do like it, really. I do. I do, too. I, I kind of like the idea. Just yeah. depends. On, well, I think it, it becomes more viable, especially if you think about expansion and international right. play and more things that would come in the. You know, I, I know, and Kevin, thank you, buddy. I know some people love the idea, you know, of, you know, like the frozen tundra at Lambeau Field and all that stuff. Yeah. I, I just really enjoy watching these great athletes and NFL NFL players are great athletes perform in conditions that allow them to do their thing. You know, I, I love the city of Buffalo, fine city, love Chicago, green Bay's terrific. Cleveland's awesome, but I don't want to watch football here in January. You know, like this, even it's been terrific here, right? As right. of late even today, no, supposed even to have, except for fall might be, might be a real snowy day, a snowy couple of days here, and what would Sunday be like? I don't know. I, I just, I, and I know, Andy, that's in some issues, some aspects, it's part of the game. But I just, when you get to that point, man, one more win and you're in the Super Bowl. I don't mind perfect conditions. Yeah, but there's a reason why they're called Cleveland, because you play your games in Cleveland and you give the people of Cleveland a chance to go watch the game in their neighborhood. That's the that's home field right. advantage. Yeah. That's the essence of it. It's the reason it's called Ohio State because you let them play in. Oh wait a minute, they moved that. Yep, yep. They they yeah. It's they, an entire state. They played somewhere else with Georgia. And, and yeah. by the way, they you know Ohio State dominates when they go on the road a lot of times. But I mean, why would you take the opportunity for a season ticket holder away from them to watch a game in the seat that they paid for all season long? Why would you do that? I mean, you got to give them the opportunity. Look, if you don't want to go, you don't have to go. You can sell your ticket. You can do whatever you want. But, I mean, you've earned the right as a fan that if the game is the AFC championship and your team gets there, don't you want to be there? I can tell you some of the best memories I have with my dad are at the old stadium freezing our you-know-what's off at an AFC championship game. So why would you steal that from the folks that live here? You're taking a home game away. I'm sorry. I, I don't care how cold it is. If you love your team and your team wants to be Cleveland, part of the gig is you got to play here in the cold. Greg's in Bay Unless Village. Unless we build a dome. Hi, Greg. Hello. How are you guys doing today? Hey, Greg. Always having fun, Greg. Well, uh, I also think that there's a little bit of a danger in putting it in a neutral site. And hear, hear me out on this. Sure. 
Buffalo had beaten Cincinnati, you already then know that Kansas City and the Bills, could they would be number one and number two either way. But the final week of the season, then what all do they truly have to play for? They both could end up sitting a bunch of their players because they're one and two. And point. if you go to that championship game, which I would be against, I'm, I'm originally from Buffalo. It needs to be the home field. I would be against it. And uh, unfortunately, think about this for Cleveland. Having that rule come into play at a time when Cleveland truly is a really good team and potentially could host that game only to find out it's going to be played in Atlanta. Yeah, I'd be bummed. Are you kidding? After all these years, I would absolutely be bummed. It's our so game. I mean, we've waited this why, long. Right. Yeah. I mean, the fans the fans show up. Fans pay those tickets throughout the entire season. And you may also hurt your season ticket base by doing that. I agree with you, Greg. We're on the same page. All You're right, Greg. Friend of the show, Greg. Okay. Friend of the show. I think like Baskin. I get a rump, rump, rump. You got a what? Rump, rump, rump. A rump. Whatever that, yeah. A rump. A rump. A rump. Close enough. I didn't get a rump out of that. Close enough. What do you think? Neutral site conference championship games. NFL would make buku bucks. Man, you could market that even more than you market it now. Bigger deal. Bigger event. I kind of like it. I kind of think it's a bad idea. It's Baskin and Phelps right here on the fan. He's Andy Baskin. I'm Jeff Phelps. Mike Florio, pro football talk. Big time guy. You see him on NBC all the time. We were talking to him about the conference championship games, and Andy threw out Georgia as a little joke there. It was kind of fun. Yeah, it wasn't my joke. And, and, I stole it. And that sent Mike off on a tangent about conference championship games, and he's kind of afraid that maybe the NFL looks at this as a trial balloon to put conference championship games at a neutral site. And I think the idea is intriguing. I don't know that I would do it, but I think it's really intriguing. And I will be watching to see how this plays, Andy. Now, it's not a... If it happens. If it happens, yeah, if it happens. And if if it does, on short notice, you know, Atlanta didn't know they were potentially getting a conference championship game. But if if a city, if a facility knew they were actually getting a conference championship game, I wonder, does it become, as Mike called it, Super Bowl light? Does it become that kind of a big deal? It sure works in the national championship, you know, semifinals, doesn't it? Yeah, but it's different. I mean, it's not lost. It's not, you know, this has been seen revenue for owners and teams and cities since they invented the AFC championship game, right? Since they invented the NFC championship game. Like you can, hey man, if we have a good season, not only um, are we looking at one, but we could be looking at up to three home extra home playoff games throughout this. And so, I mean, there's incentive. There's incentive to want to play at home. You know, the Super Bowl is what the Super Bowl is, and no one's ever lost uh, a, a ticket sale because of a Super. Oh wait, wait, where was Super Bowl one? Was that home site? No, it was in Miami. I it was. Believe. Was it Miami? Is that right? I can't remember. Um, I wasn't around. Well, I was barely around. I'd have been in Los Angeles. Yeah, I remember they had a marching band at halftime. That I do remember. Like, they had a high school marching band. Oh, they used to have a lot of high school. They played at the L.A. Memorial Casino. It was at the Coliseum, I should say. At the L.A. Memorial Casino. They played it at the casino. Yeah, it was unbelievable. 
the way they dodged cut out the middleman tables, it was great. Cut out the middleman, Andy. But my point though is, is that like that's never really exist. This has been revenue that's existed on the table for, you know. And, and by the way, you're talking about uh, local hotels and restaurants and. Uh, you know, all the revenue you're bringing to the city. That's no, one I, of the reasons why you want to be a franchise. I I get it. No, I, I get it. I just think, think there are two ways to look at it. Robert's in Brexville. Hi, Robert. Hey, Robert. Hey. So um, as you're throwing around, um, and this is something I've been wanting to call in for a minute, just once the topic came up, a lot of the cities that um, you've mentioned, whether it's still Atlanta or any other city in the U.S., would still have some form of a home field advantage because it's you could still fly to those cities round trip same day flights you don't have to stay and you could still go see those games if, if your team is playing but like I told Meredith what would eliminate like and make it a true neutral site game is if you had at either of them play in London because it's a lot harder and more expensive for someone in the states to fly there frequently I mean I'm over there a lot dozens there a lot but that's two of us out of tens of millions of potential fans you have a lot more fans of all 32 teams within a three four hour radius of a flight in from central london it would eliminate a new uh, home field advantage for any team and make it a true neutral site and those tickets would always sell for like the munich game that i wanted to go to tickets sold out in 15 minutes they will always oh. sell and you can make a lot of money on it i so wonder if I, they would like I, that I hate, atmosphere for that hate, kind of a game yeah. though and one of the people I met while I was there just going about my business uh, told me he's been to all but two games that have always been played in London. I think it would work just for, like, uh, something like this if an emergency came up. I don't like the idea of it being all the time because if the Browns ever hosted it, I would definitely want to, you know, be around the whole tailgating scene. I don't know about inside the stadium, but I definitely want to loiter around the city, just experience the atmosphere for the tailgating scene for a home city hosting it. But I really think London, and it would also go to show that if it's like a beta test it, like to see if I would, that city could support a franchise year round. Because Wembley seats yep. about 90, 95,000 Tottenham seats about 60 Tottenham is built more for like the dual purpose, but Wembley seats more. You'll easily sell 90,000 tickets. Robert. Thank you. Yeah. That... Different perspective there. <laughs> Hang on a second. Keep going. I, I, I just I, I just think this is it's not right. Like you're talking about asking our fans to have to go to Atlanta if the, if the scenario was ever there. God, I hope it's ever there for our fans to have to hop on a plane to go watch the AFC Championship somewhere. Well, I mean, I feel you'd bad have for to these... hop on a plane to go watch the Super Bowl if our team ever got. OK, there. well, that's the Super Bowl. I, it's well, but, like this but is see, a game that, that could be at home. But though. that's, that's what that's become. Oh, wow. It's the Super Bowl. Maybe the conference championship games become a similar type of a deal, Andy. Yeah. I, so rather than losing a game, it becomes that big, you know, an even bigger event and blah, blah, blah. Just a, just a different way of looking at it. Yeah, I think it's a horrible way to look at it. I think you're screwing over your own fans. I do. Jim's in Strongsville. Hi, Jim. Hey, guys. Hey, Jeff, I, I get where you're coming from, and I understand where the NFL's revenue comes. You know, it's mostly TV-based. I understand all of that, but yeah. as a season ticket holder, you're basically telling your season ticket holders that you don't matter. Boom. And while, and while from a financial standpoint, I can understand that, but it's like Dan's drop that he plays all the time. It might be true, but it's not something you should ever say out loud. And I, that's the way I feel about it. It's like we're investing a lot of money, and you're taking that opportunity away from these people. Now, yes, I would still travel, but then I would have to compete for tickets. I would have to compete for a whole bunch of stuff 
a lot of the perks that come with being a season ticket holder is if the Browns are ever good, I get to go to a playoff game. And you're just you're robbing that from probably, you know, fin- from a financial standpoint, some of your most ardent fans. And I just don't think it's right. I don't, I don't, a neutral field, this, this isn't college. This is the NFL. It's, you know, the, it's always been about home field advantage. I mean, there's a lot of play, rules, reasons why on the field it doesn't make sense. And people have mentioned them, sitting guys and things like that. But at the, at the end of the day, like, it just sends a terrible message to your fans. Yeah, I mean, you're asking taxpayers to pay all this, to put money back into trying to build these venues. And then you have the opportunity to have the biggest game of the year in the AFC here. Or wherever you're sitting, there, nah, that's all right. We're not going to play there. We're going to play somewhere else. That's those, guys, crazy. those those are all really valid points that, that both of you have Thanks, made. Thanks, guys. Thank, Thank you. you, Jim. But I just wonder if the NFL sees it as another way to escalate its profile. Totally agree with you. I, I I'm not disagreeing with what you're saying. I could I I, I, that, I think Mike is right. I think I, I can see it that going way. up, baby. I don't know. I mean, you. I mean. As much as I can't stand the preseason games, you t- I mean, you've already taken away one preseason game already, too. For but that's also one ticket you don't have to yeah, buy. Thank like, God. Yeah, like I, I think that I, I think that fans shouldn't have to buy. Like they should, they should give you a free toaster when you walk in the door, right? I mean, or some something kind of kind of free checking account thing. You know, it's tough to, to walk get a in good for, toaster. It really days. is. I don't feel like unless you spend a lot of money on a great toaster. I I don't know, man. I, Toasters are tough. I don't know. Banks used to give them away like they were giving away money. I know. Not- Anthony's no, in Montana. Hi, Anthony. Go Grizz. Let's uh, go. What hey do you guys. got? Yeah. Hey. Go Grizz. Well, that's exactly it. I mean, we're out here in Montana. I'm a season ticket holder to see the Grizz. I've seen plenty of games where it's like five degrees or zero one. But it does so much for the fan base. One, we love it, right? And right. Two, the, the, what about the whole community, right, that benefits from everybody coming in, at least in Montana, People come from Butte, and they come from Dillon, and they come from Kalispell oh, down into, yes. into Missoula, and it's so good for all the businesses as well. So I don't like the idea at all. I think it's foo-foo and bourgeois, and, yeah, I don't like the idea of saying, oh, no, we're going to play the other one someplace else. Anthony, so, nothing, better than putting on, nothing better than putting on your Carhartts, sitting down at Washington Grizzly Stadium, feeling the trickle of the snow coming down as we all look upon the Big M on Mount Sentinel. With a thermos full of whiskey. Bingo! <laughs> Do you warm that whiskey yeah. or does it, you drink it cold? Oh, it's warm. It's warm. It's got to be. <laughs> okay. All right, Anthony. Thank thanks, Anthony. Montana. You should see. Like, so we started watching Yellowstone. I know I've said that like five times today. Gee, Andy. I don't Have know. You started you, watching you know, Yellowstone? I was about to ask you if you started watching Yellowstone. Well, I mean, I just, I'm, about that, I'm finally caught up on it, and it's just so cool. Nice like, to see. I yeah. see these big. Wide shots. I'm, ah, you know, you know, I've been there. That kind of stuff. I live there. That's great. I love it. That's really good. Craig's in Harrisburg. You'd last about two seconds on the ranch. Go ahead. Oh, I'm Mandy Baskin, and I rope steers. I would last about a second on the ranch. So, <laughs> hi, Craig. Hey, how are you? I'm calling from Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Well, welcome to the show, I'm, Craig I'm from Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. You. I, I am a bronze season ticket holder. I've had PSLs since they came back. I'm 60-some years old and have been waiting for a playoff game since 1986. And, frankly, I'm required to buy a postseason ticket to keep my tickets. There you go. So if I'm if that's in my contract, 
how does that affect it when the NFL can just switch the contract around? That's what, and I'll t- I'll go off the air and listen to you. Thank you very much. Thank you, Craig. Thank you for the call. It smells like a lawsuit. Does. Well, if you're or, required, or you adjust your policy. Well, or at least get your money back for the tickets that you've already had to buy. Well, but if they put that in place, you wouldn't. That would be taken out of their agreement. I would think. I would. I know how baseball does it. I don't know. It's been so long since we've had to buy a playoff ticket here. I don't even remember what that's like. I think so. Yeah. Our buddy G sent me a little picture. Yep. It says it's the only truly great toaster ever made. Oh, great. Am I allowed to plug it? The Sunbeam Radiant Control Toaster. <laughs> Is that the one that's metal? It's got two slots and a dial? Yeah, and then you push the toast down. That's the one. Guess what, Andy? Guess what? If you were tough, you'd just use a match. Guess what? Our positional reviews. Oh, yes. I totally forgot about Baskin that. Baskin loves this. Wide receivers. I have a stunning thought for you in this. Stunning. Great. You're going to love it. And it's next on Basket of Phelps. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 